Hello, everyone. Good morning. Almost said afternoon. It's not quite afternoon yet. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup. We are your co-hosts for today, Andrew Gate and Gilbert Pies. We're going to talk about our top news picks for this past week. I think this is the first full week of November. I think, right? Right, Gilbert? Yes. Yeah. Keeping me on track. Okay. All right. Welcome, guys. Gilbert, why don't you do the honors and, and kick us off? What top stories you got to discuss with us today? All right. Well, we're only going to be two-thirds as interesting as we normally are because our one-third partner, um, Tom Fox, is out of the office today. But um, Andrew and I are left, and I've got a couple new stories I think are worthwhile to share with the audience. Number one, here in Kirk County, uh, a new county clerk was appointed by the commissioner's court here in Kirk County. Ian Collum, he was the deputy clerk, and now he's been promoted to the full-time clerk after the prior clerk, uh, Jackie Dowdy, quit uh, partly in protest, maybe partly because she didn't want the responsibility of carrying out the elections process. Uh, if you've been following us or following the news in Kirk County lately uh, over the past six months or so, a county commissioner was removed from office and another county commissioner was elected into office. And that one, the one that was elected into office, has been insisting that hand counting is the way to go when it comes to tabulating the elections. And the job was originally with the county tax assessor, Bob Reeves. But once he figured out that these jokers on commissioner court wanted to do hand counting, he didn't want any part of it and said, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this job back to the district clerk and the district clerk, Jackie Dowdy, when she got that, she heard that news. Um, she's a smart lady. She probably said, I don't want any part of this either. Uh, and, uh, oh, by the way, if y'all are going to stick me with it, I'm going to have to get four new hires and new desks and new computers. and A lot of extra costs. A lot of extra costs. By the way, it's going to cost the county another $250,000 to do hand counting of ballots. And uh, I think that was her way of maybe dissuading the idea to push hand counting. Um, the resolution didn't pass, but I, I don't think it's dead. So uh, eventually hand counting is probably yeah. going to come to Kirk County if um, if if they don't uh, drop it. Well, if, they had way, their, if they had their way, but, but that's also why they have, you know, that's a, we have the, they're not, not just one person make those decisions. They vote right. on it. And then, you know, they're supposed to represent us. And there's been a, a lot of back and forth. Even our friend Lewis Amstel at the lead has been reporting a lot about, you know, keeping us up to date, what's going on there. Yes, but. yes. So uh, Jackie, she said, I, I, yeah, I don't want any part of this. I'm out. Uh, and, and so Ian has stepped up to become the new county clerk, and we wish him all the best. God bless uh, you, Ian. Yes, God bless you, because you're going to have to put up with, you know, different personalities that are make up the commissioner's court. And, of course, um, he, he doesn't necessarily answer to them, but his office's funding comes from the co county commissioner's court. So, you know, even though he doesn't necessarily answer to them, he uh, certainly does depend on them for funding. So we're going to pray for you, Ian, and hope that everything works out right, no matter which way it goes, because we're okay. sure you can probably do a pretty good job. What else you got, Gilbert? The other story I have for us is uh, the new crosswalk. If, you, if you've been in Kerrville for a long time, you know that there's an intersection here in town, Water Street and Clay Street, 
uh, has been beautified over the past few years. There's it a has been beautified. There. There's a, uh, the historical museum is going to be put there in the Shriner Mansion right there at that intersection also. And there's been some push from a lot of community members, namely our friend Jeremy Walter at yes. and uh, Cuts. Pride and Plow and Cuts. That's the Kerrville Urban Trail System. They've been pushing to make some improvements along Clay Street to draw people uh, not only from the river, but to the river from the downtown area. And so one of their projects that they came up with was to paint the crosswalks. Uh, so that, that's what happened this past week. The intersection was closed for a few days while some improvements were made to the crosswalk and the installation of new three-way stop signs right there at that intersection. Uh, and if you look at the crosswalks, they're beautiful. They're really nice, pretty colors. It's not something that we're used to here in Kerrville. Usually it's just these two white stripes going down the road. But I'm also very glad that they made that a three-way stop because if you've ever been on Clay Street turning left on the Water Street right there, that is just like the worst intersection. Yeah, it's, ever it's very built. dangerous. It's Take not a really good idea. Your so own hands trying to take a left turn right there. It's going to improve the intersection tremendously now. It's going to take you know some time to get used to it, uh, but, but I, I would put it in the same terms as the four-way stop at G Street and Water Street. Nobody got, nobody really liked that idea of a four-way stop there, but since that's been installed, it's been wonderful. It, it, it's very, it's very easy to navigate, and it's a lot more safe than it used to be. So I think that'll be the same thing for Clay and Water Street. And then there's some new improvements planned also uh, along Clay Street. There's going to be lights that are going to be strung from one side of the street to the yes. other to make it more yeah. inviting. Uh, intersection for pedestrians and it's more and it's and it, it has a more in uh walkable feel and yes. everything's a lot more accessible and it kind of opens up that west side of downtown that's still close to downtown but you can park in the parking garage and not just jump over to where they hold the chalk festival shiner square right. and 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 uh that that whole area you can also now access like the library the Her heart of the hills heritage center and then that that ramp behind the library jeremy pointed this out the other day that connects you to the park so essentially right. that crosswalk right there that new three-way crosswalk opens up the the option for you to basically be connected to the park too on that side for sure from the for parking sure. garage so for sure and big, that's a big deal for us here in kerrville and before you get too bent out of shape about why did the city waste money uh doing this well it was a private partnership that paid for all those improvements so there was no city money involved. The The only thing the city and the state did was help close the streets down and yeah. um, make sure that there was no traffic there so that they could make those improvements. But the the actual project was paid for through private donations to cuts. And, and I think if you just give it a chance and look at the improvement that was made there, you'll really enjoy, enjoy it and like it too. Um, that, that was my second story. And then the third story that I want to talk about, and it, it may not be widely known, but we had a Texas constitutional amendment election on Tuesday. And there was a, about 13 propositions that were put forth to voters across the state. And one of them in particular, I think, is really important. It was property tax relief. It was an amendment to increase the amount of money that uh, homeowners can take right now for their homestead exemption. It's going from $40,000 to $100,000 now. Yeah, what, grand, is that, what does that mean? 
in the grand scheme Explain of things, to me like I'm five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, of course, everybody that owns property in Texas, and, and I'm talking about residential property, the same thing applies to commercial for the most part, but it's a little different animal. So uh, let, let's talk about residential. If you own property here in Texas, we pay property taxes. We don't have income taxes, but we pay State property taxes. Tax, right. And we use property taxes to mostly fund public school education. And as a property owner, you have the right to take what's called a homestead exemption. That means that the value of your property is not taxed at 100% of the value. There's a amount of money that comes off the top where you don't have to pay property taxes on that value. And the value was $40,000. So if you owned a house that was $200,000 value, uh, the first $40,000, you don't have to pay property taxes. You only pay forty property taxes on two hundred minus that number. 40, right, 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 right. So it was 160 basically, let's just say, if you had a $200,000 house. Now, what happens is if you had that same $200,000 house, uh, the property tax exemption has been raised to 100000 So now you're only having to pay property taxes on $100,000. And for most of us, that's a pretty big deal. Yes. It's going to save us some money. And now, I think the, I think also, too, the, the idea there with the homestead is that you're allowed to take that as long as it is your homestead, like your primary your residence, primary residence where, you, right. where you live. That's a benefit that you get as having that property that you own be mm -hmm. your primary residence. Right, right. So so for most residential homeowners, they're going to see some property tax relief. Now, the downside to that is is because we use property taxes as a funding mechanism for public schools, guess what? Public schools, their, their expenses and their costs haven't gone down. And it would be foolish to think that they're going to be able to cut their expenses anytime soon. So eventually, at some point down the road, the state of Texas will have to make up that yeah. <laughs> it's a, money somewhere, it's a, somehow. And because we don't allow for a wealth tax or an income tax, be on the lookout for an increase in sales taxes someplace down the road. Yeah, it's definitely. What's that saying? There is no free lunch. That's right. There yeah. is no free and lunch. it's such yeah. a push and pull, right? It's like a yin and a yang. You take it from over here, but you know the funding for this over here gets affected. Yes. Uh, okay. Great. Those are my three stories. That's great, Gilbert. Those were great. Thank you for letting me have some dialogue there with you about those because I don't have too much to add. Those were the juice, the juice, the juiciness of of what we wanted to talk about today. But I just wanted to, to throw sprinkle a little bit uh, on top there. There's a star party tonight at Shriner pending that we don't have cloudy uh, weather and that's looking like we might. So, and that was their it last might turn into a cloud party, a cloud party. <laughs> yeah. And those are not quite as interesting. Uh, it, you know, so this was their last one scheduled for the year. So that's sad, but you know, I'm a, I'm an astronomy guy. We have an astronomy podcast uh, here on the network. Maybe but, they can shoot a laser into the sky and make the clouds part. So you can see some, stuff. well, what about some of those uh, don't can't can't. What about those conspiracy uh, people that control the weather, where are they at? That's you know, right. Maybe like, you just need to you gotta call Joe Biden and have <laughs> him park the skies for us. Yeah. Uh, so that was one. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is the fact that we just had the Marine Corps birthday and then tomorrow is uh, Veterans Day. Uh, so this is Veteran Day, Veterans Day weekend. So we just wanted to give a shout out to all our military service veterans, um, Marine peoples out there. Just a just a tip of the hat to them and say, listen, you know, we not a day goes by that I don't think any of us. Uh, don't think about how we shouldn't be taking for granted what we have here in this country, and it's only because of them. And you know, and um, a lot of us, even if we're not military service ourselves, we have family member that served, 
um, like my grandfather's army flag is sitting in my in my office mm-hmm. over my there. Fa- so my father was in uh, World War II, and my father-in-law was in Vietnam. Yeah. So uh, anyway, just a just a moment uh, of mention about about that for um, for all our veterans out there in military service. Happy Happy Marine birthday! Uh, yeah. All you jarheads out there. Yeah. And you happy- earned every single bit of it. Right. <laughs> uh, and thank you for earning our freedom too. Amen. So. Amen. Okay, guys, I think that'll do it for us uh, today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you back here next week. Don't forget, go to our website. Check out all of our podcast episodes uh, and, and different podcasts that are up there. We uh, also have all the links up there as far as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, for all the different podcasts and all the different places that you can find them. So be sure to go on there and check that out. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you here next time. Have a great weekend.